comes the Liz Callaway Show with Nick Summers. And here we go. Making Grand Strand Morning Radio great again. Liz Callaway, Nick Summers, shaking up your wake up with news, opinion, and insight every weekday morning on Talk 94.5. 807 on the Liz Callaway Show with Nick Summers. It is Thursday morning. That's right, October 19th. Unbelievable. Um, and I want to thank you all those. Uh, we saw many of you at the Israeli Solidarity event yesterday. I want to thank you all uh, for coming by and saying hi uh, when I saw you there. And uh, you know what, Nick? Um, it really, after the day we had yesterday, you know, mm-hmm. talking about the events unfolding in Israel and Gaza, the hospital attack and the information that was coming out of that um, I, I we really needed that uh, few hours of healing. Yeah, and, uh, surrounded so by you. love. Yeah, it was very and positivity. Absolutely, very awesome. Um, we're going to be talking with the lieutenant governor in just a few moments. If you have any questions or comments for her, you can text us at the Showtime Autoglass text line eight four three seven nine eight talk seven nine eight eight two five five. It's time for. Oh come on. You always catch me off guard. You do it on purpose. <laughs> Not standing by the button. Sorry. <laughs> now, it's the Columbia Check-In with Lieutenant Governor Pamela Evett on the Liz Callaway Show with Nick Summers on Talk 94.5. All right. Good morning, Lieutenant Governor. Good morning, Liz. I, I, I was with you in spirit yesterday. I, I had seen online that you guys were doing that, and I think that um, it is a good thing. People are kind of overwhelmed with all the information that we're getting. You know, I think this is one of the first times we've seen something quite like this pretty much 24-7 coming at us with pictures and images. And and it's a lot for a lot of people. And they don't kind of know where to go to, like, talk about it, feel better about it, or feel like they're doing something. So um, I was with you all in spirit yesterday. What a great thing. Yeah, it was uh, it was awesome. And I I kind of, you know, we were talking about this this morning, you know, because we are in the media and I've been in the media for a couple decades. Um, I go to these things as a uh, not as a participant, but as an observer. And uh, it's just, you know, it's been a very emotional uh, couple of weeks here talking about the events as they've been unfolding and the horrific atrocities that have been uncovered. And um, when we went there, uh, we just saw some I I wanted to see what was going on in our community, you know, because I want to know that where we stand as a community. And sure enough, there was lots of support there, and it was a very good feeling, and uh, that was expressed by the rabbis, that uh, we interviewed a rabbi uh, on Monday, Rabbi Eisenman, and we posted it on Facebook, too. Uh, just a very emotional interview for uh, nearly an hour, but he has just expressed that the community has been so supportive. And I was just wondering, statewide, Lieutenant Governor, have you seen any sort of those Palestinian pro-Hamas, pro-terrorist, anti-Semitic marches like we've seen in other cities. Have you gotten any reports of that happening in any corners of South Carolina? So it it was interesting you asked because um, my daughter is a third-year law student at the University of South Carolina, and um, 
when she she had an event she had to go to at Halls in Columbia, and as she was walking by, there was a pro-Israel group in front of the Capitol and a pro-Palestinian group in front of the Capitol. And, you know, it, she's like, she kind of said what you did. She's like, Mom, where are the pro-Palestinian people coming from? You know, Amanda yeah. traced the Holocaust. She um, has a lot of Jewish friends that she has made over the years um, because she was a Jewish studies minor um, on top of her business degrees. And, um, you know, I'm like, you know, man, I don't know. I think it's a lot of disinformation. You know, when I keep seeing, you know, about, you know, leaving Gaza, the Palestinians have been in control of Gaza since 2005. So, you know, I don't understand when it talks about, you know, do not occupy. You've been in control for a long time. Like, I, I go back to just kind of this whitewashing of information and people not really understanding what they're protesting, right? They see bumper stickers, they see hashtags, um, they hear some of this stuff. Uh, I say kudos. I mean, I couldn't have been more happy when I heard last week um, you know, I, I told you I, I was in Utah when I talked to y'all last week and we're getting the reports a little delayed about the CEOs that pretty much came in and said to, the, to Harvard, like, I want the names of these students mm-hmm. who came out against Israel because we're going to make sure that myself and all the other top CEOs that chimed in so that we know who never to hire. Right. Because that's not what we want in our companies. And you know, it was the first time, Liz, that this like this younger generation has seen accountability on that level. And they were screwing. And it's about time we we like let them know that when you just follow a pack, because you know, some of them, you know, I was reading in public statements were saying, Well, I didn't really understand what I was signing. Well, then you better not sign something that you don't understand. And you better not march in something that you don't understand, because it's probably a lot more complex than you think it is. It's unbelievable, these that. smart people, quote unquote, right? Right. I, I, and, and we said that uh, they, they often say, you know, yeah, like you said, oh, we didn't know we were signing. I'm like, between them and these um, intelligence agents that 51 of them that signed on to the um, uh, the Hunter laptop is not real story. It's Russian disinformation. It, it makes you, you know, you wonder where are we headed as an as a nation? I mean, I sit here and I look at what's gone on in Israel and I wonder how the heck did that happen without anybody knowing it? And now they're telling us they're finding evidence of North Korean weapons. You have a, a, a congresswoman blatantly sharing and crying and inciting a crowd over false information that she's spewing out of her disgusting mouth. You have her doing that and and marching them into the Capitol and she gets away with it. I mean, where, how how is it? Po- I just I just posted an article that posted all the evidence on how it wasn't Israel that dropped that bomb on the on the hospital parking lot. Yet she is prancing all over the place, spewing the lies. Well, and the and the problem with that too is there's no way to hold her accountable because we don't have a speaker of the house. Yeah, exactly. That's another if, joke if had, and a half. If we had a speaker of the house that could hold her accountable, and I think this this is the thing that we've kind of lost. First of all, we've lost grace in our 
country. I think Nick and I talked about it the day I came in when you were when you had to go up to New York. We have no grace, right? Mm-hmm. And then everybody wants to be so right. Like it, nobody wants to say they didn't know or learn more. And so they, you're right. They they jump in because it looks like the crowd is going this way. So if this many people are saying, I'll just go with them because they must be right. And I think when you start making people realize that there are consequences to their actions, that's why, you know, we need more of those kind of CEOs to stand up. We just need more people like that in general that can calmly say, you're wrong and this is why. You know, I've said it a hundred times, Liz, and, and I, I like to say it when I talk to, you know, younger people, is stop letting everybody pit us against each other. Mm-hmm. Because when you do that, you can create a lot of room for disinformation, right? If we say all the people with, you know, brown hair go in this corner and all the people with red hair go in this corner, and I don't want to leave Nick out. If you have no hair, you're going to go in this corner, right? It makes everybody, it makes you look like everybody that's not in your corner is your enemy. And now I can tell you whatever I want to tell you, and those people can tell that group whatever they want to tell them. And if we're not talking to each other, we don't even know where the lies are. Yeah. And so it's, re- it's really healthy it to talk confusing. to people who don't agree with you because they're only hearing one narrative. And so they need, we need to have a more diverse, we need to have friends who don't agree and to remember that just because I don't agree with you doesn't make you my enemy. You know, you and I over the years, Liz, have agreed on, uh, disagreed on certain points of something, mm-hmm. but I still consider you my friend. I mean, we agree on 95% of the same things. Why mm-hmm. would you, why would I want to make an enemy of somebody that we, we, we don't see eye to eye, maybe a few points, but we, we, this is how our society is coming. And until we stop that, until we realize that this is the bigger picture, people pit us against each other, make sure that, you know, you and I can't talk, and, and, and you and Nick are, are, are now at odds. It's how this happens, what we're seeing unfold. So that's my two cents on why we need to, we need to continue talking and talking to people that we don't think really agree with us. I wanted to um, ask you, and I and I know, uh, you know, we didn't see you at the Israeli Solidarity event, but you were doing something yesterday in Myrtle Beach. Um, what uh, is that happening today? Tuesday. Oh, Tuesday. It was Tuesday. Oh, it was so Tuesday. Tuesday. Okay. So it was it was a women in business luncheon. It was put on by Grand Strand Magazine, uh, and the donations that were done during that were given um, to a breast cancer um, organization in um, in Horry County, mm-hmm. in the Myrtle Beach area, the Grand Strand area. So helping women and men. And, and I'm I, I'm trying to do better, Liz, to always include men too. <laughs> Yeah. Because, you know, we, we really don't say it enough. And um, I have a friend who lost his father to breast cancer. Mm. And I don't know why I don't think of that when I'm talking about it as if it's only wow. a women's issue. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> but it is, it is, men are dying of breast cancer too. So what a great, it was a great luncheon. A lot of amazing women came out. Some I knew, some I didn't know. Um, and it was at the Dunes Club, so there's no better backdrop. I think when you look out and you see the beach and the ocean, it was a, it was beautiful weather. It was beautiful events. So it was great to be great to be in Myrtle beach. And the wonderful mayor Hatley was there. 
she always shows up for uh, for events like that. So it was great to catch up with her to hear about what's going on in North Myrtle Beach. Yeah, a lot is happening there. A lot of building going on and uh, development for sure. Yeah. Yeah, I see a lot of that happening in this area. I mean, you are, uh, you know, uh, been spending a lot of time here because of uh, a, a home that you've built here. And I mean, it's really come together uh, really nicely in the city of Myrtle Beach. I've seen North Myrtle Beach. So a lot has happened in the last 10 years that I've been here. Well, I'm going to I'm going to shine an even bigger spotlight on Myrtle Beach because Next year, I'm hosting the National Lieutenant Governors Association in oh, April. Oh, nice. And I am bringing them to our state, and I am bringing them to Myrtle Beach. And so uh, I've been working with the chamber. The chamber is doing, uh, helping me a lot to get some great little um, trinkets together because I have to be with them in December. And I want to make sure that we get a huge turnout from all over the country here in Myrtle Beach so I can show off that part of our state to them. and give them a taste of how great the people are, how great the atmosphere is in Myrtle Beach. And so thank you to the chamber and for everyone who's coming together uh, to make that just a blowout event. I can't wait to show off the area. All right. That sounds exciting. All right. Anything- it is. And you're going to have to come, Liz. Oh. <laughs> you're going to have to come. I'm not a lieutenant governor. <laughs> well, you'll have to, you know what? We always say we're going to do an out of studio um, yes. together. That would be a fun thing to do. And you could, you could interview different lieutenant governors. That. Wait, can I, I come too? Of course you can All come right. too. As long as you stay, Nick. I didn't know Just bald guys were allowed. <laughs> <laughs> hey, remember, what did I say? We're including everybody in our group. We're including oh, yeah. everybody. Actually, Redheads, that, that would be awesome. That would be awesome. Um, you know, I think we did, did mention that. What, what time of year is that? So it'll be in April, in April. and okay. so it'll be, it'll be three days in Myrtle Beach. So we'll definitely, okay. I'll have, That's excellent. I'll reach out to you with the days and we'll plan that. Will we'll it be a, a weekday? Episode. Is there a weekday It involved? will be a weekday. Nice. It will be. Perfect. It's usually Wednesday to Friday. So okay. we'll, uh, we'll get in. I think it would be good. It'd be great for listeners to hear what other Lieutenant governors have to say and, I'm always bragging about our state. I hope when you guys hear me talk and people that your listeners come to hear me speak, I'm so excited about what we're doing here. I was I was in an event last night and I learned that in the entire country there is something that goes on in Greenville. If you're an art person, it's called Artisphere. They were celebrating 20 years. I was invited to an event last night and I learned that that here in the upstate and it's visual art, you know, so it's painters and sculptors that event is ranked number fifth in the country for that type of event. Wow. It was, I was like, wow, one more thing to put on my list of things I can brag about. <laughs> you know, not only, not only is it in the, the, the economic development side, but we're also deep into culture. And that's a great thing, right? It shows how well-rounded we are as a state. Yeah, absolutely. Is there anything else you'd like to add before we go? Well, I do. I wouldn't be a good daughter. Today is my mother's 95th birthday. Wow. 95 years old. Happy and birthday. birthday. What's oh, her name? Jenny. Jenny. Jenny Ajak. And she she is just, she's just this amazing woman. Like, she'll probably be up. She lives with us. She'll probably be up in about the next 15 minutes, and she'll be running around and um, doing stuff. And she is just. She's a force of nature at 95, and so I am so blessed that God has, you know, given me her for 95 That's years, amazing. and um, 
and and I, I'm hoping he gives her to me for ninety five more. Mm-hmm. All right, let's just don't don't take her away because I know Liz. I saw your post the other day. Oh, yeah. You know, I don't care how old you are. It, it is so good to have have your parents around there. She is a wealth of knowledge. Uh, I love how she chimes in on things that happen in the news because she's got a, such a long runway of perspective on how we've gotten here. And so I just think she is, she's just, uh, she's such a blessing. Absolutely. That's wonderful. Well, happy birthday. Do we have a message uh, for the Lieutenant Governor? Uh, just a quick little thing, and, and you can answer quickly because I know we're running out of time. Sarah Huckabee Sanders made the announcement earlier ah, this week right. about this Chinese yep. land in Arkansas, and she's basically saying, nope, 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 you can't have it anymore. Is there any talk, or if there is even any Chinese-owned land, of something like that on a state level here in South Carolina? Yes, it is. It's been talked about in the General Assembly um, I know people are, are, you know, and they're talking about it primarily with large chunks of agricultural land. Um, we don't want them to take it up. We're very, you know, we have Savannah Riverside. We have to be very careful of that. Um, and so, yes, that is being talked about. Uh, and, you know, I had a lot of a lot of economic development people call me when it first started to circulate that this was being worked on in the General Assembly. And... Um, and it was interesting because I'm like, guys, this isn't like something that just one representative or one senator is talking about. This is being talked about on a grassroots level all around our state. And I said, and how did they think it wouldn't be here in South Carolina when we shot over, over Myrtle Beach, of all places, was shot down the Chinese balloon? So it really put it on people, top of mind for people of what's going on in the world and how do we protect our state. So it is being talked about. There is a lot of discussion. You know, like what are our prime sites? How do we definitely protect those? How do we, um, how do we, you know, figure out something that protects our agricultural land so it can't be overly bought up? Um, again, I mean, if, if people thought they were miserable when they didn't have toilet paper and paper towels, imagine how miserable they would be if we started letting people buy up all of our farmland and we didn't mm-hmm. have food, you know. So I say it all the time. If you see a farmer, thank a farmer. We can't thank them enough um, for what they do. It's not an easy life. It's not a glamorous life. But I can say firsthand, uh, thank you so much because I love everything we produce here in South Carolina. Met a lot of our big farmers, and they are amazing, amazing people. All right, Lieutenant Governor Pamela Evett, thank you so much. And uh, Nikki will be alone next week. I'm <gasps> no. away. So, yeah, so enjoy Nick next Thursday. <laughs> I will. Well, wherever you're going, Liz, I hope you have a great time and thank be you. safe traveling. Thank you. Going to see my son down in Florida. So I'm excited. It's her, son, oh, well, it's her son's fun. birthday, yeah, by the way. Yeah, my son's birthday is coming up, so I'm going to go visit him. <laughs> Well, have a lot of fun and be safe traveling and hurry home. We're going to miss you, Liz. All right. Thank you. We'll talk to you next time. Take take care, guys.